<laughs> I need you to know I'm not wearing pants. I am wearing pants and now I'm jealous that I'm not not wearing pants. That you're not what? not wearing pants, but you are not not wearing pants. I know. I'm jealous that I am wearing pants. Like I, like I wish I wasn't wearing pants. I could take my pants off. So don't wear pants. Take your pants off. Maybe not. That's okay. not the type of programming. I mean, you could just you know don't pan the camera. <laughs> it it'll be a whole thing. We're gonna get into a whole industry I'll, that like, we're not into right now. Starting the peony on OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> I ew. mean, any port in a storm. Any port in a storm. Yeah. This, I feel like this energy Boy. is very accurate to what this to episode's energy yes. is. Oh, absolutely. Because our guests are <laughs> as off the rails as we are. Yeah. And there's two of them. There's two of them. Uh, we have Robert Highwind and Christian of Co-op Comedy on the show this week. And, oh boy, it's truly, I mean, I think our unofficial tagline is we're off the rails and this really just embodies it and we figured you know going into 2022 why not kick it off with a bang why not just really shut up Lex just go in for it what what shut up what what that's what Robert oh that's what Robert always says to Chris <laughs> am, am shut I... up Chris okay I was like wow rude am I no, I am I the Chris you. and you're Robert oh I know what oh. I know when to cradle you no, I feel like we me. alternate we're very fluid in our wearing of other people's skins <laughs> <laughs> skinwalkers you heard it here first everybody <laughs> should we rebrand the peony as skinwalkers <laughs> Does that podcast already exist? Probably. I mean, I do want to uh, host a supernatural paranormal podcast uh, at some point in my life. So this might Amazing. be it. Let's just, I'm just going to steal it or I'm just going to drive us in a different we direction. We should. Oh my God. Go ghost hunting should. with co-op. <laughs> we should go ghost hunting and report, not report, record the podcast whilst in the, the area where we're hunting. Do like an on location podcast yeah, and yeah. yes, have guests. Ooh. Have guests. Guests yes. with us. There we and go. If, yo, yeah. TM, TM, oh, yeah. TM. And you know what? You know what? Maybe it's real. Maybe it's me <laughs> pranking everyone. Who knows? Maybe it's just us at Not Scary Farm the entire month of October. I feel like I would still get lost, even if there isn't a corn maze. There is not a corn maze uh, yet. It's always not with that attitude. Yeah, I'm saying yet. Like it my might attitude. Happen. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Let's just go and build a corn maze <laughs> and sit in the middle and record the first episode of Skinwalkers. Are we? Are we building the corn maze in Knott's Berry Farm, or are we just building it wherever? I mean, wherever. Great. If we build it, they will come. The skinwalkers. <laughs> we build a corn maze and suddenly every genius. cryptid no one within like a idea. thousand mile radius no one, just shows this, up. Exactly. No one take this idea. This is ours. This is not yet trademarked, but don't make me do that. Don't make me get litigious <laughs> with you. Okay. Just don't take say, the idea. In addition to this idea, corn mazes, corn crops, crop circles, Aliens, we might also be crop circle them. maze, crop circle, crop circle maze. There you go. Hey, 
is no exit once you enter, except into the sky. <laughs> because you get abducted <laughs> by aliens. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you go in, you just have to get to the center of the crop circle, and then boop, yeah, aliens come and take you away. I feel like considering, do you remember like a year or two ago when people were like, let's storm Area 51? Yeah, that was like, I think. Like, I feel like there's enough of a market for yeah. an abduction corn circle mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just remember it being like, if we all show up, they can't fight all of us. And like, yeah, they are the military. I'm pretty sure they could, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to be, I wish I was a fly on the wall. If I could go, if I could travel and shapeshift, if I could travel in time and shapeshift, oh I would God. want to turn into a fly and be a fly, a sentient fly on the wall of like the military strategy meeting where they were like, oh, there's a bunch of people that want to storm Area 51. Like, how do we respond? Like, I want to be <laughs> well, in the we room. Don't. <laughs> yeah, but I want to be in the room of like what they said. Yeah. When they heard that and like what they were thinking and just like the obvious like barbs yeah. that they fired. Well, I might have to edit this part out, but uh, according to a friend who was in the military, uh, there are no aliens in Area 51, but there are aliens somewhere in the desert of California. So I believe it. There's that. I do I too. There's California is fucking huge and there's a lot of weird shit in the desert. Coming from Palmdale. And in California yes. in general. Yeah. Such a weird state, you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I initially, when you brought up Area 51, I thought you were going to talk about how, like, early in the pandemic when things were just fucking off the rails, I I just was reminded the other night of how they, like, just let it slide in there. That, like, hey, guys, mm -hmm. aliens are real. <laughs> the proof yeah. of UFOs. FYI. Yeah. And everyone was too preoccupied to give a shit. So... You know, except for me. I remember. I'll never forget. All I'm saying is Mulder's been telling us this for decades. <laughs> okay? Decades. And yeah, no one would listen. theme song still fucks me up. I like... Ooh. Oh! Can I show you a Christmas gift? You're going to yeah. appreciate this. It's a Christmas gift that requires me doing arts and crafts, so it'll take like five years for me to complete, but... That sounds amazing. That sounds very much up your alley. That sounds like something I would loathe. Okay. Okay. Where is the thing that tells me? So, uh, Tell me it's X-Files. Tell me it's aliens. It's, yes. So oh, it's, are you going to communicate with aliens? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, shout out to Danny and uh, his girlfriend, Jen, uh, both listeners of the show. And I just said Danny, like we know who Danny is. Shout out to listeners, Danny and Jen, listeners of the show. Bucket. Jen Jen was our giveaway winner. Which, yes. Jen, we still have to send you everything. <laughs> and I'm sorry it's taking us this long, but this is who we are as people. Yes. Don't worry. It'll come in January. Jen, this month. listener of the show, you. Danny, who I think listens in the background sometimes. Anyway, they got me this like dope little thing. I want to believe. It's a, so I don't know if you can tell. It's a little crochet alien in a spaceship <gasps> and it's it's <sighs> abducting a cow. And oh, if I play I'm obsessed. it, so it's gonna have this thing in it where you pull it and it. So when you pull the cow, it gets slowly abducted, and then it plays the X Files theme. Stop it! 
lost my goddamn mind. And then it has this just the cute little rightly poster. so. So Adorable. yeah, I gotta crochet it at some point. Uh, but. Well. Sneaky peeky. Sneaky peeky for next week's guest. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll yeah. hit up our... That's it. That's all we're uh, saying. Yep. That's all we're for saying. For some tips. That's Crochet all. master. Crochet okay. master. But we should we should get into our conversation, our off the rails conversation yes. with co-op comedy because it, I, I'm so surprised fun. that we haven't Yeah, I I mean we kind of went off the rails just now, but we need to we need to highlight these two folks because yeah. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. If wow, you guys we, so oh. we got deep cuts yep. and we got giggles and we very violently whiplash between the two. Uh-huh. Extremes. Yep. Yeah, that's I feel <laughs> like that's a pretty do. good summation of our friendship and also yeah. Chris and Robert's friendship. So you put the four of us together and it's just insanity. Um so we hope y'all enjoy. And if you're not already following co-op please do go subscribe and follow them on YouTube. Watch some of the videos if you need a laugh. Uh, Amazing. Play that sound again. Six, which is a weird number. Six is a weird number. Start over five. <laughs> Four. Three. Three. Two. One is giving me PTSD to when we were in school and they made us break into groups <laughs> or like corporate when they make you break into teams for the offsite. Don't like that. Fuck that. Life is just a big group project. You know, it really is. How dare you? <laughs> no, it is 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Do you think I'm ready for an existential crisis? Welcome to existential crisis with <laughs> That's basically this whole podcast is like, so what brings you the most amount of dread in your life? Let's talk about it on air. We can get into it. Yeah. What's your deepest trauma? Let's start there. (laughs) Failure. Yeah. A a lack of. So you went into comedy. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm Got to harden the shell of failure. (laughs) We've encountered a Chris, lot of that. Chris, what about you? Oh, definitely just a, a, a lack of direction overall. Something. So you also went into comedy. Yeah. Great. <laughs> As a sort of last resort. Uh, we are such good role models for the youth. Uh, you know, fuck them kids. They're going to uh, deal with this same shit, so they got to get ready. Yeah. And, you know, who knows what the future holds for really any of us at this point. Uh, Doesn't matter. Death. <laughs> it doesn't just a big rocks floating in air who cares might as well party <laughs> welcome well everybody to the peony we're here with co-op comedy Robert, for a very uplifting episode Chris, thanks for being here Didn't they thank see you for having me and him <laughs> i feel sad now comedy comes supposed to bring Trump. the ha ha Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's what makes people funny. Uh, your personality comes from all of your. So I, that's why I really hope that's that's one of the things I hope. You know, people say like, "Oh, I hope my kids become a doctor, a lawyer, this and that." All I want is for them to be funny, <laughs> which means that I'm also sideways, kind of hoping they get bullied a lot. <laughs> which is like, you don't want that as a parent, <laughs> but you do, and bullying is bad. <laughs> but like me, it it carved me into who I am, and I like who I am now. See? So, <laughs> so get wrecked, nerds. Go get bullied, children. <laughs> I support that no, journey. Like for literally, your go get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> and then later you get to use it. Yeah. You know, for the become better. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron, guys. Come on. Listen, I volunteer. 
Okay, I volunteer to, to, to just drive by heckle kids. your children. <laughs> okay, great. Dad, who's that I'll tell you where lady? they go whenever they go. Don't worry about it. Great. You can just pay me in coffee. Don't worry about Aunt Julia. She's fine. She has she has yelling issues. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. They gonna learn today. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um. So, what is it that you guys do again? <laughs> Yeah, it isn't very Chris. clear. Go ahead, Chris. Take that one. <laughs> Thanks. I uh, I was really hoping I would get this one. Um, and you know, it's really it's good to hear that it's not clear because it's it's going to help us in the long run better define what we do. Which is, um, we uh, we make. If if I had to put it in words, I would say we make. Um, currently, we make gaming centric comedy videos on the internet. But but overall, I'd say we we just make comedy videos on YouTube. Uh, yeah, that's true. We could we could go back even further. How how y'all how y'all meet? So for listeners, if uh, you've gone back that far, Chris was on one of our earlier episodes, uh, aka Robo, Robo Dessert, Dessert, talking <laughs> to us about being a streamer on Twitch. Name is streamer. <laughs> He's a streamer. Mm. I'm a gamer. <laughs> so y- y'all, what was the question you Twitch, cut out right? for like a split second? I'm just gonna make it up. I think oh. you did. I don't know. Oh, is Lex frozen? One. I'll ask the oh, question. Yeah. How did you guys meet? <laughs> Chris is frozen too. Uh, oh, no, I think Chris their internet. Frozen. I think their internet. Well, just oh. oh, it's because you're in the same house. <laughs> you're not meant to be here at the same time. This is what I've been yeah. dealing with lately. <laughs> <laughs> so what's... The jig is up. You guys are roommates. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. They know. Uh, it's so frustrating because I could see both Robert and Julia like perfectly mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. But I was like, damn, welcome. Yeah. I'm here. Same. You, you froze for me, but they were totally fine. Yep. Same. Anyways, wow, weird. Um, we met on Twitch. <laughs> so how did we meet? <laughs> you met where? On, on book tour? On, on, <laughs> Robert was doing a book signing. <laughs> I was I was reading to the kids, telling them to get bullied. My bestseller on <laughs> New York Times. What was your book about? It, gotta get bullied <laughs> by Robert Highwood. <laughs> Incredible. I would love to see the illustrations in that book. It's, oh, it's rough. <laughs> Hand drawn by I got you. canceled immediately after my first reading. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So uh, we met. I'm just going to go ahead and talk because they're frozen. Uh, we met on Twitch. <laughs> no, you guys okay, are back. Good. We're, we met on Twitch. We were streaming. And then um, we we're both in like separate communities sort of. And then uh, I don't remember who, who exactly introduced or like kind of did like a raid onto a raid. I, you I remember, remember go ahead. Kate. Oh told me to come check mm. out your stream and i came over and we're hanging out oh, okay. and then you came and like checked out when i was playing geoguessr and you were like yeah can we do can we do geoguessr in armenia i'm from armenia and it's like yeah let's go yeah. to armenia like, go figure out my country yeah. go find out where you, <laughs> you are in my ditched country. Me. he's like can you help i'm like maybe <laughs> i could try and yeah, you ditched me there uh and here we are <laughs> i helped a little bit at I was the at beginning work. you did and then you didn't and i was like all right i gotta go internet friends <laughs> robert are. where are you Right now, yeah. home. Where is that? Like, what <laughs> oh, state? Southern California, oh, okay. L.A. Are you from yeah. California? No, I was. I was born in Armenia, okay. and then I moved here when I was three. Okay. Yeah. Very oh, basically, cool. this is. A, I was born in Moldova, and I moved to New York when I was four. Moldova. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to Google that. It's in the Eastern Bloc. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, I sensed. <laughs> I sensed some sort of neighborly energy there. <laughs> Is it is it because That's you hilarious. both want to bully children and 
can't like can't, do you want to get us canceled? Do you want to reminisce about the Soviet Union for a bit? <laughs> you want to talk about bullying? <laughs> ah, the Soviets. <laughs> Let's get into this. Those were the good old days. <laughs> so, uh, co-op comedy. Off? How did that name come about? <laughs> Oh man, we had a list of all names. terrible. And that one was the best was, one. Yeah, yeah, there was. Uh, what were some of the skits, other ones? Bits and skits. Um, bits and skits. Um, fun and stuff. <laughs> we were really going like through one. it, and because we were trying to look at things, because we were we started out doing gaming content, and that's what we still do right now. Um, yeah, we uh, we were looking at like what it, what is where where's the intersection of like comedy words and video game words, um, yeah. and so we just came out with like eight bit bits or what you know like all kinds of nonsense and then landed on call yeah. comedy which we actually really enjoy too because we're possibly going to start experimenting with like non-gaming content um so yes. <clears throat> yeah so now like co-op comedy is uh is is not doesn't necessarily make you think of video games per se but it fits with comedy overall and allows to experiment with some other things yeah we kind of got lucky on that it's not like pigeonholing us into one genre. Yeah. Into a coop? So to speak. In a coop. Huh. People people do be jo- making that joke. Coop comedy. Just a couple of chickens. <laughs> I do really good animal noises. Oh, let's hear some more. Give me an animal. A donkey. Moose. Oh, Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Giraffe. What noise does a giraffe make? That one. Yeah. Good job. Hit me with a tiger. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty thank good. you, thank you. Whale. Whale. Soothing. This is the there next you go. There's another book. offshoot. There's an, I was gonna mm. say like uh like soundscapes to fall asleep. Oh yeah, to. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I like that. Just, I'm gonna. <laughs> what was that? It was me imitating Airball. your tiger noise. No, that was your cat throwing up a hairball. I, I was gonna say that does sound a lot like Haley when she barfs. Barfed a lot. <laughs> Come on, man! Don't don't tread on my my comedy. <laughs> Animal noise is my thing. That's your niche. Stay in your lane. <laughs> I'm okay. gonna start my own YouTube channel. Okay, I have a burning question. Burning question. So recently, you guys started doing your videos in suits. <laughs> What's on the lower half? Oh, oh. <laughs> what's below the, what the screen can't see? What's happening Sweat, there? Sweatpants. 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 For me, it was For jeans only because I had gone out earlier jeans, in the day. This man says. So I still had them on because I'm lazy. Uh, but usually it'd be jeans sweatpants. Like I had the sweatpants least lazy now. outfit. But all right. Not if, I not if you're say... already wearing them, right? Like if you're already wearing them, it takes more energy to then put on sweatpants. So for me, I'm like, I'm, I'm here now. How tight are your jeans? Really? Like, tight. Do you have to fight an alligator before taking off your jeans? Like, why is it Leave difficult? My pants alone, dude. <laughs> you got you got problems. He's a former emo kid, you know. He's still just painting them on at this point. My pants are thin. Here's, a, here's something circulation cut off. Robert does that not Park, like Robert? pop punk. Yeah, Robert is not a pop punk fan. No, well, you know. I mean, here's the thing, right? I've listened to it. In middle school, I did listen to certain groups. Can't name them right now, but I can probably name songs. Um, (laughs) But I did listen to it, and I I didn't hate it. 
But as I grew up, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm over it. I'm done. Yeah. But like, you know, do you. I'm still going to make fun of it. So that's, I <laughs> iron, make fun iron, of it all the time. And I listen sharp, to it iron. consistently. Yeah. There's a lot to make fun of there. <laughs> iron sharpens iron. <laughs> you got to bully the bands. That's how you keep them in line. <laughs> well, I just want to say it's highly professional that you're wearing pants of any kind. That was not the answer mm. I was expecting. <laughs> oh, no, it's too I'm, cold yeah, to not wear yeah, pants. Yeah, it's been okay. cold lately. That's that's another feature. I will also for say for the people, for the people, what is 68 cold? Sixty-eight degrees. Sixties, yeah. Oh man, 60s. right now. It's uh, my the... phone says fifty-eight, and that's a big no for me. <sighs> big no. Look, we live in Southern California. Our blood is yeah. very thin. Like, leave us alone. Just leave it alone. Yeah. I'm wearing three layers, and my hands are freezing. No. In my own home. <laughs> <laughs> I've like tried to explain that to people, like insulation in a lot of la apartments is just hot garbage so you're like mm. i'm just cold inside we might as well be and outside. also outside. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 especially in our apartment because our windows are really what's the point of them they don't they're really just do paper anything. they're see-through paper <laughs> they're just like plat like just yeah some plastic that somebody taped up it's the truman show you're just on a closed set in la <laughs> honestly that might Shit. be the case and just saved costs and reused an old <laughs> set. Like it's an apartment building. Um, I feel the need to go back to something you said, which is we started wearing suits in our videos. Just to clarify, yeah. it was a bit. We don't usually dress yeah, we're up. We're not professional. <laughs> we're usually just like in this or like a t-shirt or whatever. Um, it was a last-minute text. I was like, "Hey, what if we wore suits as if we were at the Game Awards?" Mm. And he's like, "Ship Let's it, go!" And we're like, "Great." <laughs> That's adorable. So, okay. So you guys uh, do a lot of reaction videos. You also do some like gameplay and record yourselves as you're going through it. Would have been some of the most I've, I've, because I live with Chris, I've heard some of the like (laughs) big reactions to things. Yeah. Would have been, uh, what's been like some of the wildest moments that you guys have experienced while doing either of those. The first one that comes to my mind, like, I'm usually even keeled. I don't get hot headed, but like Chris is very much like, all right, I'm gonna do this. Fuck you, bye. And then he just like runs off to like do his own thing, right? And so we're playing Minecraft, which is like, let's play together, right? And like we have to explore together and do things together. That's the whole bit and the centric like theme of the show, co-op, right? And I'm in the house doing like like creating something. I don't know, sword or whatever we need, and then. I, and he's like, oh, look at it over here. I'm like, oh, where are you? He's like, oh, I ran off. <laughs> and that was like the last straw because this was not the first time he did it. This was like maybe the sixth time he did it. And I was like, you know, play it off. But this time I was just like, listen, guy, it's co-op comedy. It's not single man comedy. Like you can't just run off, have your own one man show in the middle of the forest in Minecraft while I'm at the, in the house making the sword. I just went off. But like it was like. I wasn't really angry, but but he was kind of had to play. He was a little angry. He was pretty. I was a, I was a was little like angry, a... but when I when I'm a little angry, I could expand it into a lot of angry with jokes. Some anger there. So that was I remember doing that. I was just yelling at him. I do that in real life, and it can confirm pisses people off. Yeah, my children are afraid of you. you they keep driving be. by there. They should be. I'll just pop out of the bushes. Hey, fucker! <laughs> Constant vigilance. Here we go. <laughs> Spill the chocolate milk. Oh, not the chocolate milk. 
<laughs> slap it right out of their hands. <laughs> oh, you're in the school now. It's not just outside. No. Whoa. <laughs> she goes back to physical. college. She gets her credentials to be a teacher at their school. Long game. Just uh-huh. just to do that. Long con. I can appreciate game. the long yeah. con. Yeah. I feel Chris, the need to defend you? myself against this uh, <laughs> no. accusation, but Typical. Would, like we have to get into the minutia of fight, Minecraft. Fight, fight. <laughs> hey Lex, can you mute him real quick? Thanks. <laughs> Um, Chris will open the floor for you to defend yourself, I guess. No, because we'd have to get into like the minutia of Minecraft and like we don't have time to unpack all of that and all of <laughs> Robert's caretaking. And it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, caretaking. why? Why did you keep running off when you knew well, okay. that the whole purpose of the game was to be in the well, same here's, place? Here's the thing. So together. Robert has played Minecraft before. I have never played Minecraft before. So I'm very new to this. So Robert mm-hmm. knows like what he's doing. So he's handled a lot of like the crafting and stuff because he knows what we need to craft whatever. And so a lot of times he'll just be at a crafting bench, like making stuff, which is a one person thing. I can't help him with that. I would run off and collect materials for him to use, right? So that that would become the dynamic. He's making stuff and taking care of us, and I'm off in the wilderness get, chopping down trees and digging and stuff. So then that just became like the default. So I, would, uh, you know, that day I was like, I'm going to go run off and explore and find some resources while he was at a crafting bench. I can't help him with that. I don't know what I'm doing, and it's a one-person thing anyways. Even if I did know what I was crafting, you know, he can do that. It's not that you do that. It's that you don't tell me. <laughs> Have you guys tried couples counseling? Uh, no. Co-op comedy is couples counseling. That's <laughs> where we work out. That's your new tagline. Yeah. In front of in front of twelve people who watch our stuff, we work out our differences. Yeah. Um, Lex, what was the original question? How did you phrase it? What was the? I don't know. What was like the I have most the attention span like, of a goldfish? Why are you asking me? I want to ask Lex's original question that she asked off air. Which is if mm. you were on a deserted island and had oh. to eat, go ahead, Lex, ask it. I don't remember it. Verbatim. I think it was uh, if you guys were on a deserted island, like who would eat the other person first? Oh. Like who's who's mm. dying? Straight to that. Sorry, who's dying? Or or who's mm. gonna try to? Because that's two different questions. <laughs> okay, two different who's questions. if somebody dies and then you eat them? No, no, that's a different question. That yeah, someone no, becomes no, no, a no, cannibal. No. Who, Murder. Who is murder? <laughs> who's murking the first person <laughs> first? Um, <laughs> who's yeah? Who's getting I sacrificed kill first? Anyone. I mean, I don't know if I could kill. Well, Based I feel like Chris would run away. <laughs> and then so you would Robert, get I'm going to figure out the island. Bye. <laughs> Robert, just start building a raft and then Chris will be gone. Yeah. Out of sight. I, I was going to say, like, I don't feel like I'm good at wilderness survival, but I don't know if you are either. Like, I feel like we're on pretty even terms there. So. Um, I've watched, like, uh, Man vs. Wild a lot. Sure, we've watched um, those fake shows. As we've all watched those. Yeah. But I don't know. No, it's, well, okay, it's fake, but he kind of like teaches you. You know, his scenarios aren't. He's not really going to throw yeah. himself into death, but like he's trying sure. to help you. How you much I mean? do you remember from that? I'm though. also an advocate for Man vs. Wild, so here I am defending <laughs> it. Uh, um, but I, I I don't know how long I'd survive, but I don't I don't have a lot of fat on me. I think that's the biggest issue, right? You know, like mm. my wife watches Survivor a lot. And so I've started watching Survivor and I like it a lot. It's really interesting, really cool. Uh, one of the things that they tell you to do is to like bulk up before going so that you have like all these reserves. This one guy didn't do that and he was just like, he was shredded. He thought he was going on like Paradise Island or something. Oh no. The guy came shredded and straight up passed out <gasps> in like, oh, no. like day, I don't know, five or something because <laughs> he was just so shredded. So I think it'll depend, right? 
because I ain't got no reserves. I got I've I'm got a, I'm a, reserves. I'm, I'm ready. Bones. I've been yeah. prepared. So he'll be for fine. This. <laughs> I'll be dictating. What, I'll be like, hey, can you make a sword? <laughs> He's like, there you go. <laughs> It'll be the opposite of Minecraft. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm trying to like reserve my energy. <laughs> if I move slightly, I'll burn off fifty percent of my fat. <laughs> I gotta, I just gotta take it easy. <laughs> oh no! So you're saying you yeah. would work together and you wouldn't murder each other? Co-op comedy, Probably, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Go up yeah. to the end. Just bicker, bicker until one of <laughs> yeah. you dies oh, from exhaustion. Yeah, yeah. Because we we definitely like. I feel like this is our dynamic. We actually work really well together, but there is constant mm-hmm. like not bickering, like not actual bickering, but constant like. Uh, uh, we're just constantly jabbing at each other the whole the whole yeah, time. Yeah, always. always. I can't tell you, this is like, so- a, a go-to phrase will be like, I will say something to Robert, and he'll just be like, shut up. Like, <laughs> every time, without fail. Shut up, man. Just shut, shut up. up. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I mean it 0% of the time. Yeah. Like, I never, no, I, I, I just like being yeah. mean <laughs> with my friends. Yeah. Like, I just like, I like that 0 to 100 comedy, right? Where like if someone's just talking like and they're explaining something and I'll just like at the very end of it I'll just be like that's <laughs> I don't even mean it I was listening intently and everything I just want to just want to lighten the mood can confirm like, ah, stupid can confirm <laughs> can confirm that's you just want to bully think... people ruin that's their dreams iron sharp you're trying iron. to make other people into comedians <laughs> <laughs> join me join me in the brotherhood of funny another of our rejected names. <laughs> the brother that's actually pretty good i like that i like that a lot it's got sort of like a down. mythological vibe yeah. happening yeah. it's a skyrim faction <laughs> video games everybody big video gamers i know julie's nothing. like what the I've, fuck was a skyrim <laughs> i've played spyro yes and only spyro oh. for the past 20 years of my life you're good continue oh, that's a great game my wife loves spyro Spyro's fantastic yeah. Yeah, my fiance is a huge gamer. Like, whatever anything, mm. any of the new games comes out, he's like all into it. And I'm like, does he like? Does your fiance subscribe? Yeah, does to he like gaming centric? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Chris like, ooh, opportunity, <laughs> growth, <laughs> growth. <laughs> okay, so you guys started off streaming. Now you guys still stream, and you flipped to this. Has there been? Has it like helped you with streaming in any way where you're like, oh, this is it's a little bit easier for me to manage, I don't know, people being kind of wacky in the chat or anything like that? I think streaming is harder than what we're doing now. Mm. So I think streaming prepared us for this. Yeah. More than the other way yeah, around. Absolutely. Because on YouTube, you kind of put it out there mm-hmm. and then you step away from it and see the fruits of your labor, however small those fruits may be. May be. Mm-hmm. Um and then so the interaction with uh whether or not you're doing well whether or not you're failing whether or not all that is kind of like removed uh on when you're streaming it's it's all live you're if you're good if you're bad you're seeing it all you can see your numbers you can see people chatting or not like if you go Mm -hmm. to 30 minutes and no one's saying anything you're already like shit am i boring Mm. i'm boring myself like you get your head in the moment like as mm -hmm. it's going on which then makes it work like Yeah. yeah so it's it's very in the moment yeah it's like a lot you're doing like a big block of three hours of live sh- a live show on stage in, 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 in a way right yeah and so i think that hones you for youtube a lot more than the other way around i think yeah how do you deal with those moments those moments where you like do end up getting in your head how do you then pull yourself out 
Uh, I think, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Let them I stay there. <laughs> I, I, was, I was trying to think of an answer, stream. and I was like, man, I don't know. It's it's really hard. I think, like, for me, a, a couple things that, that help in those moments is, like, when you first get into streaming, a tip you hear a lot is, like, always be talking. Just always constantly about the game if something pops into your head like man did i go to wendy's twice yesterday like whatever whatever it is just constantly be talking because you don't know when new people are going to enter and then just haven't said anything yet and there's also so many people that will put up your stream and then just like leave it running almost like you're a podcast in the background while they're at work or while they're cleaning or doing dishes whatever and so like i think that that sort of helps in one way because it's like um even if I see that the chat's not active or something like that, I can know that doesn't necessarily mean that people aren't watching. It just means that maybe they don't have the time to interact in that moment. So I'm going to keep talking as if there's 40 people here or whatever, you know, just like always act as if you have that higher number um, because then it mm-hmm. changes how you feel in the moment. Um, mm-hmm. And and the more you like focus, you know, sort of tied in with that, the more like if whatever game you're playing or whatever your activity you're doing, if you focus on that a lot and just like, make that your attention as opposed to like what's going on over in the chat or how many viewers you have or whatever then it helps you it helps redirect your attention from that i think i don't know okay, we well, don't know how to deal with that on youtube yet but <laughs> well that was gonna struggle. be my next question like i'm gonna take it i'm gonna do a deep cut for a second yeah let's go because we live in this social media age where so many people especially young people see these huge influencers or these huge personalities that get all these likes and all these follows and it's all in these numbers and analytics and it becomes so easy to tie our self-worth to these numbers so as people who are putting themselves out there to receive these numbers and seeing them do you ever tie your self-worth to that and if so how do you then untangle that deep cut (laughs) trauma i I deal with this shit all the time and i'm like wait hold on like you're a whole person but Mm -hmm. it's hard you get sucked into that shit Oh yeah, it's yeah, and I mean especially in in once once you start like actively working towards a goal in this sort of world, whether it's podcasting, uh, uh, Twitch, YouTube, whatever it is, like the numbers are just always there. They are in your face one hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you can like step away or whatever, but like Twitch will you you'll end a stream and it'll like send you an email like, hey, here's a recap of your stream. Here's all the numbers. It's like you, it's like impossible to get away from. So yeah, it's it's it, I like one hundred percent end up tying myself to any any number of those metrics um from time to time i think co-op has helped me a lot in that working with robert on on something has allowed me to like focus on the content we're making rather than the numbers that we're seeing like and that's something that i tried to start doing with my own stream too is like we get so caught up in in the fun that we're having with each other and like thinking about okay what do we want to try next and like we're, we're still talking about numbers but we're trying to you know use it from an analytical standpoint as opposed to like man that that video didn't do well and that sucks and we're terrible you know just looking at it like okay that video didn't do well so what can we learn from that how can we change it and then like i in and i think over time for me like the more that i've been in this the easier it's been to be like because i'm sure any anyone that's in any creative field deals with this where it's like the the amount of obstacles that you will give yourself to not put that thing out into the world whether it's a video a painting a song whatever are just never stop so at a certain point you just go okay just fuck it just release this and then move on to the next thing and i think with co-op we just we do so many videos at a time or or whatever that like it gets a lot easier to just be like okay well that's that's in the pad we can't focus on that video forever 
we have to focus on what's going on and focus on what we're going to do in the future. Um, which isn't to say that I'm removed from numbers at all, but I think focusing on <laughs> what you're making as opposed to what you're getting out of what you're making, I guess, helps. Yeah, definitely. I think I think we live in an age where we're so used to uh, like instant gratification with everything. Um, like any any question you have is a Google search away. Any product you want is an Amazon Prime purchase away, and you get it within a day. Like everything has become so easy to like capture, um, which then opened up you know new ways to you know create a career and uh, find success, and this and that like birthed the whole social media influencer career type thing. Okay. And now because it looks easy, right? Everything looks easy on social media because all you're seeing is the end product. You're not seeing anything behind the scenes. That would be like if an accountant just shows their big stack of all these numbers or whatever they did. And they're like, well, there you go. And you're like, wow, great job. But you don't know the a hundred hours it took to get to that, to that like thing. Right. Yeah. But that's an old school job. And these are like new school where well, your product is just. <laughs> what kind of accountant are we talking about here? <laughs> either one, either one, you know. Um, and so I think what, what the way, uh, Julia, you were saying, like people are like putting their worth into these numbers. It's because they just want that instant gratification. Mm -hmm. Hey, I put up this video. I put up this picture. Why don't I have thousands of people liking it? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, because you have to do, put in all the hours to figure out how to beat the algorithm and do it correctly and do it consistently in order to pop off. Uh, I'm sure unless you're doing something that is completely, completely brand new and you are you created your own space in that social media, then you're also just one of many. So you're going to have to uh, put in the time in order to get that success, right? So like going back to accounting, I guess, because my wife's an accountant. Like if you were the first accountant, right? You're like, hey, I'm the first one to do this. Everyone's like, yo, awesome. And you can become a billionaire, right? But like then more people do it, which means that the, the field opens up. And so you have to just do it better or find another niche, right? The same thing is with social media. Thousands and thousands of people are putting up video game posts on Instagram or doing YouTube videos like we are. So unless you find an, a niche, you're not going to find that super quick success. So then you have to just put the time in to build your audience, to build your skill set and grow just like a normal job. It's like me and Chris just started doing this almost not even a year ago, uh, maybe like nine, it's been like nine months or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, so it's like we're nine months into a career, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You're not like nine months learning to get a bachelor's or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like this is the beginning stages. So we're not going to pop off in nine months. And so we have to just keep putting the time in and keep focused and yeah, learn as much as we can and just keep going forward. Yeah, that that's something that I always like think about, especially in the world of like, Twitch and and YouTube, it, it really, uh, because YouTube has been around for so long. And I talked a little bit about this um, the last time I was on the Peony too. Is like this idea that like nobody finds success in in this like online world without putting in a ton of work. And especially now that a lot of like content creation overall has been out for so long, there's people that have been in it for ten years or something like that that put in work previously when they got into it, and now. It, it like reinforces this idea that Robert was talking about where it looks really easy because now their content is like 
there's like really, really popular streamers, like the top three streamers in the world that will just like hop on their stream and like watch YouTube videos with their chat or whatever. And then people see that and go, oh, well, I can do that. And then they hop on with no viewers or whatever. And they're like, why, why aren't I finding success? I'm doing exactly what they did. It's like, well, no, you're doing what they're doing now that they already have an audience. So, of course, mm -hmm. they can they can do whatever they want now. And and they'll and it will still bring in 20,000 views or whatever. But that's because they put in the work 10 years ago. They're, they did what you're doing now 10 years ago when it was like brand new and that was all they had. Like it's it's such a different field now. You you don't see all the work that people previously put in to, to get yeah. to where they are that allows them to do that easier thing. I remember looking at a TikToker that is like totally blowing up right now and like pulling up her Wikipedia and it was like, she first got into content creation on Tumblr. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this Whoa. is where it started. Whoa. Like, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, we've talked Old about that school. with a couple of people. Like, overnight success, if you look at their IMDb or you look at their Wikipedia, you see, like, no, that overnight success has been coming for 10 years. Like, yeah. it didn't – it mm -hmm. truly didn't happen mm -hmm. overnight. Um, Robert, you mentioned something of, like – the thing with being a streamer or a content creator or some or somebody on social media is it looks really easy. And what people don't see mm -hmm. is all of the work that goes behind the scenes. Right. I know because I, again, live with Chris. So I see how much like how much time he's working and all of the stuff he's doing that's not on stream or not, you know, going up on YouTube. How... I guess, how have you guys like managed that? I'm sure you guys have gotten comments from people of like, oh, anybody could be a gamer. Like, oh, what even is streaming? People watch that. Like, I hear that shit all the time and I don't even do that. So how do you guys manage that? Do you just ignore that those kind of comments at this point? Or I don't know. How do you not let that kind of bullshit get to you as you're trying you to fuck keep... up the haters <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how do i explain to my parents what i'm doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly we're you're home for the holidays lost cause, uh, lost cause. Yeah. <laughs> i remember the first time i told my dad i'm like dad i got my first like money thing from twitch it was like a hundred something dollars he's like what and he's like he's like old school you know armenian mm -hmm. and he's like what you wow who's gi who's giving you money <laughs> I'm like what he's like, what did you do? Like he's like, he expects like I did something mm -hmm. to get this money. Like, yeah, I don't know. And I'm like, nothing. I'm funny, I guess. <laughs> people like it. <laughs> so people give me money for it. <laughs> like, and so I don't know. It's just uh as far as like to answer your question specifically, um I don't know if I've had that many haters. I, I guess I'm not as like I don't know. I just haven't I maybe I've been lucky. I think and also I think the culture's kind of changed. I think that would have been a little bit more prevalent, maybe four years ago mm -hmm. when it was kind of still niche but like ever since covid hit and everyone's at home and then twitch popped off and everyone knows about twitch everyone's knows about streaming a lot of companies popped up like catering to streaming zoom popped off and now mm -hmm. everybody's doing like <clears throat> streaming like this to like just to be in a meeting right so this idea of being live on camera while sitting at home kind of is more explained in a way like everyone else kind of has an idea of what it is <clears throat> and so and I, th I think that kind of changed. Maybe, maybe I'm just not really seeing it on my end, but I don't know. I, I feel like that kind of has gone away in, in a sense, but I'm sure there, but I think what happens now is 
more people think that I'm going to do this and find success rather than, mm. oh, you're doing this and finding success. Like instead of being a hater, people are becoming more like, why not me? I turned on, I, I'm doing this now like everyone else. Why am I not finding success? Um, and, to, and, it, and to everyone who thinks it's easy, I mean, just go to any Twitch like page, go to whatever game you're interested in and just scroll down because you'll immediately see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people streaming to one person two people zero people Mm -hmm. and that'll give you the idea of like the the there's thousands and thousands of people but but they're not making money they're just literally sitting there and not you know finding the success that you think is so easy to achieve by turning on the camera and playing a video game yeah, if I, if I'm ever in like like on a Twitter thread or like a YouTube video and I see some comment from somebody that's like, why don't these gamers just get a real job or whatever? I'm like, it, like instantly, I don't care about that person or that comment because that they just said <laughs> how much they don't know about what goes on in this field. Like they just they just exposed mm-hmm. how little they know about this world instantly with that comment. So I'm like, oh cool, yeah, I don't I don't have to care about your opinion on this because you literally don't know what you're talking about at all. Because yep. you're an idiot. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's like telling like Ludwig or these other like really top trainers, like, why don't you get a real job? It's like they, they literally make more money than you did in 10 years. They made more than that in, in one year. So what do you, <laughs> what, like, are you doing? what does that argument even mean? <laughs> like, it doesn't mean anything, right? The concept of yeah. a real anyone job. In the top 1%, yeah, anyone in the top 1% of their field will make more money than the rest of the 99%, right? Mm-hmm. So you could go to like any CEO and be like, why don't you get a real job and do doctor stuff and go help people? <laughs> Instead of sitting in a chair and telling you, oh, buy this instead of that. Like, no, <laughs> like a job is a job. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think those questions always come from a place of like the self, right? Like when they're asking, mm-hmm. oh, why don't you get a real job? It's like, oh, why can't, why do I have to have a real job? Mm-hmm. Like, why yeah. can't I be yeah. doing this? Yeah. And it's you a, little, a little anger, jealousy. Yeah. Ignorance. Yeah. yeah. And fear. Yeah. A lot, a lot of fear, I think. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, you know, especially because there's, it, whenever it comes to any creative field, we, you know, me and Lex have experiences with acting and and anybody that does music or or any kind of art, really. It's like there's always this idea that there's so many people that look at it as like, don't don't do this. This isn't a real job. Like, get go go to school and get a business degree and whatever. Like that's it's this constant thread of people. So then there's so many people that don't pursue their creative interests and just like go to law school and (laughs) then end up as a lawyer and then they look at people who did pursue that creative interest and they get really (laughs) mad that they didn't do it and then they try to take it out on that person that did and it's like okay they like that other person still had to do a shit ton of work to make that even remotely successful so they just went a different path than you so don't be mad at them what what idiot would go to law school (laughs) did you go to law school robert i didn't just go i graduated congratulations this man is a lawyer julia almost went to law school right yeah Mm. i think we're like fuck fuck off you escaped that's good well that's That's the that's like 
that's part of what it is to be a Soviet child is when you're eight yes. years old, your parents sits you <laughs> down and is like medicine or law and then decides for you whether or not you're squeamish you. with blood. Okay, maybe law school's better. And then basically <laughs> holds you accountable to every single thing you do from that point on in your life and in your education being a step towards that goal that they decided would be the best thing for you. And at one point this you realize- verbatim. Oh, wait, no, hold on. This isn't what makes me happy. Let me try to rebel a little bit. And then there's always like a little bit of a pee your pants moment. But then you do it and you feel so much better. Verbatim. I literally said this. I think it was in a Minecraft episode, right? Yeah. Chris? Yeah. We were just talking I was talking about, about it. I was like, and it's like the exact same thing. It was like, it's either medicine or law. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I threw in accounting in there uh-huh. as well. And I was like, I can't, I don't, I hate numbers. And then I hate uh, blood. So I guess law school it is. Yep. It's like literally the same thing, and 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 I said that I I said it's I think it's a first generation immigrant like story. One hundred percent. You come to America and you got to choose between these three, (laughs) the top three professions, and that's all you can do. I think it is an immigrant story, and I think specifically with us, I think part of the communist regime was getting a parenting handbook, and this was one of the chapters. Mm. (laughs) That's why we all experienced it. Listen, my, they have to be a lawyer or they have to be doctor. My cousin, my oldest cousin is a doctor. Yeah, I see. Man. That makes sense. No. Uh, Soviet kids. Whew. And I'm proud to be in an immigrant <laughs> where I only have two choices. Yeah. Yep. No. That sounds about right. But look yeah. at us now. Look at Breaking us now, free. making ha-has on that. <laughs> making ha-has on Living the American dream. God, paying off those loans. Oh. Or deferring them until you die. Till January, the end of January 2022 is when the <laughs> the COVID stoppage of loan payments stops. Are we back to the existential portion of the... Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, cool. Right mm-hmm. on track. Cool. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> That's what we do here. So what is the future of co-op comedy? Uh, What a great question. Billions of dollars. (laughs) (laughs) Create a a cryptocurrency (laughs) and then get real rich and then just sell it all and cancel everything. Ha ha bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Invest your ha ha bucks. I mean, that would be the ultimate comedy long con. Scam? Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like if you if you just throw a veil of comedy on it, it is a little more forgiving. Yeah, because then we'll just be like, it was a joke the whole time, and then when people start taking it seriously, it was a prank, bro. It was a prank. (laughs) You just spent my life savings on haha. (laughs) You guys are like old and like wrinkly and on your deathbeds, and you're just like, hello, everyone, we got (laughs) you. I always wished it's I was, I was patient enough for a long con, but I get so impatient. I'm like, I want to, I want to see you react right now. <laughs> <laughs> you you do that with like gifts and things. Oh yeah, too. I like, have no. Chill. I got you this thing that I'm not supposed to give you for three months, but what if you open it now? Like, no, chill. what if? No chill at all. <laughs> see, I love a long con, but I have to trick myself into it. Like I have to strategize it in my mind and be you like, have to okay, long con is... yourself." Yes, this, I'm like, "Okay, con. this is the outcome that I want, and this is when it's going to happen. What are the steps that I need to keep up with it?" And then I put calendar invites into my or calendar reminders into my phone, and I literally just 
forget about it. Like I do everything I possibly can to distract myself and forget about it. And then the, the like the little reminder will come up and be like, oh yes, yes, I have to plant this seed. And then I'll try my best to forget <laughs> about it again and just totally weed helps with the short-term memory. And then and then ultimately it's like, oh, it's time. Here we go. <laughs> I would Hey, guess what? She looks at her phone and got the notification. I killed your cat. <laughs> Long con, <laughs> something crazy. I would love to see your calendar and just all of the like mischievous things you have plotted I out. Bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do love when you've like accidentally put your like personal stuff on the peony like schedule. <laughs> like, hey, Julia, FYI, don't forget you have class on Tuesdays at six p.m. <laughs> yeah. So as long as you know any of your plotting isn't all that, I'm gonna start doing that. I'm gonna put my personal things on club comments. Good to know that you look at that calendar, Lex. Good to know. I do. I know I'm terrible at looking at calendars. No, 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 no. Oh, you keep looking (laughs) and just continue to believe that everything on there is accurate. Long con begins. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I was like, is this the start of a long con? Who knows? Just making me paranoid. Cool. Thanks, buddy. That's Don't worry about begins. it. She'll forget tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> forget I what? Also, we'll forget. Uh, huh? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> the future of co-op comedy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, there wasn't I forgot a we went yeah. on a tangent with jokes. About it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the future of co-op. Forgetting. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. It's. I feel like it's really hard to Growing. say what the future is because. Like each of our own streams individually on Twitch have like gone through so many changes and shifts and we've adapted to so many things over time that and, and co-op has done the same so far, even in the nine months that we've been going. Like like if you would have told me when we started co-op comedy that we'd be doing reaction content, I'd be like, no. And that's like no. far and away our most popular content, hands down, not even close. Yeah. That is like mm-hmm. carrying our channel. Uh, and so like just I don't know, I think we're both very open to experimenting and and trying new stuff with it and seeing what works for us and what doesn't so it's like i think yeah. i think our goal that we're just going to continue to focus on is just make people laugh um in, in yep. whatever form that takes so yeah would you 100%. guys ever do live shows we have i think we've done, no, we've done mean, like, like, like in live in theater oh oh in like person. a variety Ooh, show I would love or to like do a that. stand-up absolutely. show or something absolutely yeah i'd love to do that yes yeah. okay. i'd love to i don't know if i'd be good at it You'd but i great I'd still don't do even it. worry about it you just put on a wig and I don't know. go. <laughs> a wig? What? What's wrong with my hair? What other kind of impressions do you do? I don't know why Mrs. Doubtfire just immediately animals. Oh, hello. Uh, I miss that go. world because I used to do comedy before the pandemic and I'm, I miss that stuff. So I would love to do live shows as co-op comedy. What, whatever weird stuff that would look like. I'm just picturing. Like I think it would have to be improv. Yeah, yeah improv, be improv. Puppets. Because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> puppets i'm just picturing Obviously. oh hello on broadway from john mulaney and Ugh. nick kroll which if you haven't seen it very strange program but really enjoyable i love that you called mm. it a program it is i watch it it'll make it'll it it's the best word okay it's it's it fits <laughs> I had the pleasure of seeing it on Broadway. Really? Oh, it is an yes. experience. <laughs> it was the strangest sensation in my body. It's <laughs> Robert, you got to watch it. Everyone should just, you got to experience yeah. What's it. What's it called? Oh, hello. Oh, hello? Wait, that's my catchphrase. It is. You, you say that all the time. He does. Oh, hello. I, that's that's one of my favorite Robertisms. We'll like be like playing a game and an enemy will appear and just very calmly he goes, 
Oh, hello. <laughs> That's my startled impression. <laughs> oh, hello. Very calm. Very. I'm still yeah, polite. Yeah, so polite to this creature that's trying to kill him. Oh, hello. Very polite oh, to strangers. Okay. Very cruel to friends. It's, yes. Yeah. Oh, hello. Shut up. Yeah. If I'm mm-hmm. yeah, if I'm nice, we were not that close. <laughs> if we're mean, then I fucking love you. <laughs> that's the most millennial thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It's pretty like millennial love oh, language, frozen. I guess. And they're Aww. but they're like Man. they're like every time they get frozen, they get frozen a little uh, more in the same position, and now they're like yeah. totally synced up. They both have the same face. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> oh, he's back now. Uh, Chris, do you have to criticisms? You oh, I'm sure I do. I don't know what they would be off the top of my head. R- running off on my own, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one. All right, get wrecked. Get wrecked. I do yeah. say that a lot. I don't know where yes, that... I think I got that from you. And now I've <laughs> taken it and made it my... I feel like I heard you say that once, and I was like, this is what cool kids say. Get wrecked. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. I'm the cool kid. I'm like a little older. Okay, than look, you. but I when I cool met kid. you, you like knew about sports and like you knew you knew you were like a lawyer. And I was like, he knows I'm stuff like big about brother the now. world. <laughs> My big brother knows about sports and lawyerisms. Like I have a very warped idea of what's cool because I was also bullied as a child. So. High five. Hey. I always wonder if we'd be friends as young as as youths. Yeah, I think so. You guys ever wonder that? Like the friends you have now, like you're like, if if this was ten years ago and we met, would we be friends? Or would we bully each other? <laughs> or would one person be the bully? Ooh. Or would we just never cross paths? I'd be like, I'm not talking to that dork. <laughs> that guy's fencing over there. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fucking I literally with him. did sword fighting in high school. So that would I be know, me. That's yeah. I <laughs> you fencing nerd. <laughs> it wasn't even fencing. Fencing would have been cooler. What I'm too busy wearing a Speedo in the pool. <laughs> oh, yeah. This swimming kid over here. He's like, you did sports. Man, I swam. Bro. That's still a sport. <laughs> sports for me was the sword fighting, which was fake. It was literally that was called the default mock sword fighting. Because I didn't sport any other sport. <laughs> you didn't get into the basketball team. This is the most beautiful thing I've ever witnessed is this exchange. <laughs> this is us before hitting record. Yeah. Yeah. It would just be this, and then all of a sudden I'd go, welcome to co-op comedy. And Rob would be like, what the hell? <laughs> Fuck! I was in the middle of yelling at you. You're in good company. Very similar vibes over here. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's the way to go. Very much on par with us. Like having a conversation, then one of us is like, "Anyway, so this is the peony." <laughs> it's yeah. the best way to do Shit. it. But I, yeah, you were saying something. I was thinking because you were saying how sometimes you'll just throw a bunch of stuff out, or you'll try different things, and something will hit that you didn't even think and i was i was like binging through your shorts and (laughs) i don't know what it is but i laughed the hardest when you both just get surprised and excited about something because you're both just like oh 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 (laughs) (laughs) gorilla man happy about the video (laughs) yeah yeah the reaction video to uh the mario movie casting was oh yeah (laughs) You guys are going deep. That's good times. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was funny because like, okay, so like yesterday, what's today? Today's Saturday. Mm-hmm. So two days ago, we did reactions, a bunch of reactions to the Game Awards. Um, and so like, I think afterwards, because I too, like like Chris was like, no reaction content. That's cheap views. I don't, I, I'm not, I don't want to do that because I don't find that like, 
I, I personally don't think that content is like worth viewing because me myself, I don't view it. Mm-hmm. And then we had one, con- like we, we, I think we decided to do it just for I think fun. It was like E3, which is like a huge video game. It was conference. E3, which is like the main one. And we're like, if we're going to do any of it, we should do it for E3, which is like the big one every year. Um, and so, and we were just like, let's just do it for fun. Let's see what happens. So we did it. Um, and one video popped up and we're like, holy crap. And this like video single-handedly was like carrying our channel to like reach like the the high echelon of like what you need as far as like view counts wow. to like be verified and be able to like monetize and all this other stuff. Um, and so we were like, okay, that was fun. We, we actually did have fun because, and then I was thinking about it, I think yesterday, I was like, our reactions are a little different. And this is based off the comments we were getting. Like, <laughs> I can't hear the trailer, guys. And like, okay, then don't watch your reaction yeah, content. Watch like, trailer. go watch the trailer <laughs> yeah. by itself. Because then I was like, think I'm like, okay, but people are watching reaction contents. Mm-hmm. So do they expect people to be quieter or just explode during the, the ooh moment? Because when me and Chris are watching, our comedy mind is continuously going and we're just shooting off bits and jokes at every moment. And that's what I would do if we were live watching it on like on my couch with him, right? We're mm-hmm. just like make fun of everything I see and everything like whatever comes to my head, I'm saying it. Um, so I feel like we've, we're still small as hell, but like, I feel like we have like this small niche of making fun of the thing. Like that's our reaction really. We're here to get excited because we do get really excited about things. We're also just telling jokes as it goes on. Like every little thing, like who the hell is this? Like the Star Wars thing had a guy doing a drum and I'm like, well, this is not Star Wars. This is ancient times. Like something stupid, (laughs) right? Like that's not even that funny, but like it's commentary on what I'm seeing. And it's like, and so I feel like wild reaction content can be just wait for, oh, and oh. And then now there's like, like. Uh, what's the word montages mm-hmm. that are just people grabbing other people's reactions and splicing together that hype moment and that's their youtube channel mm-hmm. <laughs> like take everyone else's content splice all the hype moment of people yelling about that one part in the trailer that was really hype and putting that as a video and people watch the crap out of that because they love being excited with people so i feel like we're doing something a little different where we're making fun of it and being funny and trying to make jokes about it all while also kind of being excited whenever it's excited. It's not just quiet yeah. sitting there. Yeah. So I feel like I'm, I've, I've opened up to the idea of reaction content as being a part of co-op comedy because it's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because like reaction content on paper feels like, like I feel like what we're doing is not super creative. We're not like making high mm-hmm. art or anything, but like when we're doing comedy, it at least allows us to flex some sort of creative muscle. And like reaction content felt like the antithesis of that, where it was just like, you just watch it and you just go, wow, that's really cool. Um, but being able to also sort of make fun of it and make jokes as we go has allowed us to sort of keep that co-op comedy vibe as we mm-hmm. as we go. Wow, yeah. that's cool. So that's that's yeah, one hundred percent agree. Yeah, and, I think and it's by far the best videos we've ever had, like down. views wise. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I mean, I think that's what people want. People want like attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. So it's like if you can give me those bite sized bits of authenticity, because any everyone knows when you go to record yourself. So many people, and the reason why they don't put themselves out there is they'll play it back and they'll be like, oh no, something happens to a lot of us where we'll hit record and just lose our personality or like, like lose the delivery or something like that. It's happened to me a few times. I know it happens to a lot of other people. And then you judge yourself, right? You're like, oh, why, like, how do I sound? How am I going to, what am I going to look like when I put this up there? But like, just going up and totally being authentic and 
shooting from the hip and giving these like short format videos of it, I think that's ultimately what people are gravitating towards. That's why TikTok is popping off. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Shooting from the hip is what we do. Pew, pew, pew. Nothing's planned out. <laughs> I'm not going to explain it. No further comments. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, something you were just saying that, that idea of like, um, you, you record yourself and you watch stuff back and you're like, oh no, I hate that. It's like, it's, I find it so interesting how much that feeling of like judging yourself never goes away in any context because like mm. even me and Lex living together, both doing acting, we've, there've been times when we've been in an acting class together with the same teacher, we're doing like different scenes or whatever. Um, or, or honestly, cause we've or done the scenes, same scene. Yeah. We've done scenes together mm-hmm. in an acting class and there'll be times when I'm like in the living room or, or like in my room or whatever, running lines. And then Lex will come in or just be in the apartment. And I'm like, Oh, she's going to, judge me or like like mm-hmm. i feel very <laughs> self-conscious about that. like there's still that thing yeah. in my head i'm like she's literally in like she is your scene partner in the same class <laughs> but there's still that fear of like i can't i can't do that. i'm gonna do this later when you're yeah. not home you know what i mean like it just it never goes away it's it's just interesting 100%. where do you think yeah. that comes from oh god i well i i think like i think it varies heavily depending on what kind of content you're doing because i think like with lex and me personally, I, I think usually, as we were talking about earlier, it usually comes from yourself, right? It comes from something within yourself. Because I think for me, I never finished college and I didn't like go to college, especially for acting, whereas Lex went to like a four year university and like studied theater and like studied acting. So I think for me, there's always that thing of like, she knows what she's doing and I am fucking winging every moment of this. So I think there's there's that always that like idea in my head of like, I am I am starting at square one and they know what they're doing. So clearly they're going to be judging my technique. They're going to be judging this or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel that like in so many aspects of my life. But comparing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if this just, makes you feel better or not, but I'm I'm basically <laughs> in debt because I spend a lot of it like in a class pretending to be like a goose or something weird. So that's all like theater school. Goose is. noise. Like, Go. Everyone. Best goose noise. Huh. <laughs> okay, maybe not a goose. Maybe it was huh. something else. Who cares? <laughs> I think that is an important point, though. Like, I think we're all, no matter what our backgrounds are, no matter how well prepared we may seem to be, we're all just winging it. And we're all yeah, second guessing like... every single thing. And sometimes you just 100%. gotta, like, Jump off the cliff, face first, Pocahontas style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just be best yeah. friends with a raccoon. Yeah, you know. I f- wish. Although, <laughs> what noise does a raccoon make? Like like little like uh-huh. I don't know maybe I just think I don't, I don't know teacher. why but I imagined a raccoon with like a Michael Caine voice and now I I know that where are the I'm Michael Caine where is your trash can yeah yeah there you go absolutely oh they're frozen again I'm going to oh, yeah, there so I'll keep doing yeah, a raccoon do, Michael Caine. Madam, I grab the trash from the trash and I will nibble on it with my little fingers. Thank you. <laughs> I love so refined. Robert's impressions of people. My favorite is still Hagrid. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay. Right. Yours, okay. yours, okay. Listen. sir. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, I'm going to do my Hagrid, but only Lex can judge because she's a thespian. <laughs> <laughs> she will. 
You're a wizard, Harry. That was better. That's pretty good. That was better than you have See, ever done. That's it. the one I've been it doing this not, whole time. There is Chris. video evidence. I will pull it up right now. Wait, can you give us something else? Can you give us a little more? Your Ray Romano Ooh, is. Can you give good. me a lot? Oh, uh, Deborah. Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. So the kids, Deborah. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on a podcast. I don't know what the what's a pod. I don't know, man. <laughs> No, he just sounds like he's about to cry. Amazing. No, you nailed that. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you. Who else do you Thank do? You. See, Chris, I'm vindicated. <laughs> I think the first um, time I don't know. <laughs> I ever saw one of Robert like part of Robert's stream was when Chris and Emma were watching you and you were dressed as Mario but doing like a Ray Romano impression. <laughs> I don't even remember. That. I can't, or maybe I'm just blending two different streams. Both of those I, things have happened, yeah. at least individually, but yeah. very probably together. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you guys I'm ever sure someone... need uh, pitches or ideas for skits, this is where you come. Oh, co-op comedy skits. We'll yeah. make a wheel. We'll just make a giant wheel for you <laughs> of like multiple <laughs> no. layers and you just like, or multiple wheels and you spin like, okay, here's the location, here are the people involved, <laughs> and then here's the conflict. Go. <laughs> I like that. That is how in some improv classes they like, here's how you do a scene. There you go. Pull a card. Adventure. There you go. We're venturing into good mythical morning territory with the wheel now. I'm very into this. I'm very into this. I'm committed. Uh, All right, Chris, you hear that? We're going to get a wheel, wheel in the mail from Julie. <laughs> let me, let me put it con. in my calendar. It's going to be pieces. It's going to be slow pieces. Like You're going to be like, save this. It's like this piece of wood, like a cylinder. And they're like, okay, I guess I'll save this. And then later you get something else and something else. Six years later, oh, it forms a wheel. <laughs> You spin it, and then a portal opens up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Julia's head comes out. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Knock long the con. chocolate milk out of your hands. <laughs> the long con. Amazing. Where can the people find you? YouTube.com slash co-op comedy uh, or co-op comedy.com. We got they that both domain. Send it to the same place. C-O-O-P comedy.com. Dope. Thank you both. And also for being TikTok co-op comedy. Ooh, <laughs> everywhere else. You're on TikTok. Okay. We are. We're on t- we're on, we're on all the social medias, even though some may be used more than others. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Feel free to follow with your social media of choice. <laughs> and just your pick. Yeah. Dope. Co-op comedy everywhere. Thank you for being here, you guys. Oh, thank you both very much. Yeah. Thank, thank you very welcome. much. Thanks for being mm-hmm. here. Now shut up. <laughs> so that was an amazing episode with chris and robert it was it was such a insane time and i'm honored that we got to spend that time with them oh we adore them we adore them even though you and chris kept freezing oh, and yeah. robert and i had to, <laughs> had to just fi- like improv fill the space that's what it's about baby yeah that our internet's better about. now so it's fine amazing <laughs> we so big thank you to chris and robert for coming on the show and sharing their amazing selves with us and our, our listeners we have another fan favorite yeah. of the show that left us a voicemail yes it's finn spoiler alert it's finn but spoiler. i don't know if i don't think it's a ghost witch update i don't know Ooh. we'll just have to play it you ready i i am hey Danny. this is finn calling um 
a couple episodes back, Julia, I believe you encouraged us all as your reco of the week to go find our favorite nachos and have them. And that got me thinking about what my favorite nachos are. And so it made me think of when I was at CalArts, I would often come down to the Alamo rotisserie and get nachos from there. And they were wonderful and like big and tons of different sauces and things like that. And they would do it like with the roasted jalapenos and carrots and stuff. And it's always superb. So I was just recently up in Valencia for a work meeting and it is a very rainy day. So I thought on my way home, I would swing by the Alamo rotisserie for the first time in like a decade. And I'm so excited. Um, and I just wanted to share that with you. I've got my nachos sitting here next to me. And I can't wait to get home and dive in. All right. Uh, so thanks for the reco and keep doing what you're doing. Bye. Oh. Bye. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. I think I pulled the phone away too soon. I love that he apologized and he's like, no, no, this is how we end. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Finn, I'm obsessed with you also, like not to make this weird, but as he was like, I love people that describe food in that kind of Mm. way where they like, it's very sensual. And I'm going to be honest, those nachos, (laughs) like the description of those nachos somewhere, somewhere where I'm not wearing pants right now. Your kneecaps. A little around the ankles too. Oh, oh, saucy. Like those nachos. Dude, nachos for the win forever and ever and ever. Reco nonstop. Listen, if we never do recos again or if we do recos forever until we die, I think I'm just going to default to nachos for everything. That's – there you go. There you go. I Even if I have another reco. Like even if it's like watch the new – like watch Don't Look Up Mm -hmm. with nachos. Like everything is going to be – it's like remember when Facebook did the – or whoever did the thing where it was like – status update dot 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 in bed oh yes 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 yes. that's gonna be me but dot 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 with nachos (laughs) forever and always forever (laughs) thank you finn yes i i love that experience for you i'm very happy i hope they were just as good as you remember i hope so too i hope so too there's there's nothing like having a nostalgic memory and then having it truly delivered on yep it's it's a transcendent experience it's like finding your way to the middle of a crop circle maze and then being abducted <laughs> like the tingles you feel as the energy pulls you into in the your sky knees and ankles yes in your knees and ankles yeah mm-hmm. precisely what if that's how they hoist you up? They like flip you upside down first and then hoist you up by your ankles. I was thinking like a marionette, like on all your joints. Oh, okay. Up. Maybe. What if they just know. like break you down into your atoms and then reform you on the show? Oh, like in Willy Wonka. Yeah. Mike yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he just being abducted? But like yeah. from a very yeah. short distance? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Is Willy Wonka an alien? Yes. We'll know when Timothy Chalamet plays him in the, in the prequel, <laughs> in the origin story. Does Willy Wonka need an origin story? I keep forgetting about that. He does literally just to give Timothy Chalamet the role. There That's it. This isn't Willy Wonka's movie. This is Timothy's movie. I know. Let's be real. 
Uh, let's be real. Timothy is probably an alien. I mean. Oh, 100%. Cheekbones, please. Yeah, 100%. That's it. A happy Call New us. Year, everybody. Um, happy New Year, 2022. Please. This is our year. <laughs> God damn it, Julia. If you just jinxed Sorry. us, I swear to God, I am oh. going to get you haunted. Like, I will ah. figure it out. Don't jinx us. I fucking dare you, bro. This is a year, 2022. It's a year. It's another year. Don't claim it. It's another faux year <laughs> since we all died in 2012, as the Mayans predicted, and we're all living in a simulation for the past decade. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please call our hotline, 707-892-0401-707-892-0401. We stopped doing recos. We didn't know if you liked them. Um, But if you do, call us, leave us a voicemail, let us know. If you have your own reco, call us, leave us a voicemail, let us know. Um, Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm not asking too much of the people. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Rate and review if you want, I guess. Five stars, please. <laughs> oh, happy New Year, y'all. We love you. So this much. is our year. Stop it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I swear to God, if you cursed us. <laughs>